Hi, I'm Dr. Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Beauchene, Kumasi. Today's message is about leadership. I want to talk to you today about four different types of leaders that God wants us to be. Thank you. Our message today begins in the book of Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 16. The Bible says, For the leaders of this people cause them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. He speaks of leadership here. He speaks of leaders. And he speaks of the people being in trouble because of bad leadership. What is a leader? A leader is one who is guiding another person. It's that simple. If you're leading someone, then you're pointing the way. You're guiding, you're influencing someone to do something or to be something. Who is a leader? This is one of the things we get so wrong about leadership. I've read a lot of leadership books, and this is a point that a lot of them don't make. You need to get and understand. Who is a leader? Everyone to some degree, is a leader. Every man, every woman, every child is a leader. Why? Because everybody has influence. Everybody is influencing someone else all the time. You may be influencing someone the right way. You may be influencing someone the wrong way. But we're all leading and guiding other people somehow through our example at all times. If you're a student, you sit in a classroom. The teacher may be the authority in the classroom, but when you misbehave, you may be leading another student to misbehave. When you do right, you may be leading another student to do right. So whether you're the teacher or the student, you're both leaders. And it's important that we understand that. To some degree, every person is influencing another and thus are guiding other people. How a father pays attention in church is guiding his children. Uh, sir, when you go to church and you don't pay attention to the preaching, you don't participate because you think it's the pastor's job to lead the church service, you're leading your children not to listen. You're leading your children not to pay attention. You're leading your children not to participate in church. They're following your example, and that's a tragedy. When you go to church and you pay attention, you get near the front because you want to listen. You respond to the preaching. You shake your head. You give in the offering. You participate in the actions of the church. You're leading your children and you're leading and guiding everyone else who sees you to do what's right. You don't have to be the authority to be a leader. Everybody in some way, shape, or form is a leader. You don't need a title or a position of authority you just have to be alive. If you're alive, you're leading somebody. And now some people may lead more than others, but everybody's leading somebody. Now we go back to this verse. The Bible said, For the leaders of this people calls them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. So what happened to the people? They were destroyed. They went astray, and they were destroyed. Why? Why were they destroyed? Because they were following the wrong leader. Because of the influence of these leaders, these other people were destroyed. 
every failure in life is a leadership failure. So we must be careful to lead properly. We must be careful how we lead, and we must be careful who we allow to lead us. I have to be careful how I lead and who I follow, because everything is a leadership failure. Either we're leading wrongly or we're following wrongly. Everything rises and falls on who is leading or who you are following. God commands every one of us as Christians to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That's leadership. He's commanded every one of us as Christians to be an example. That's leadership. He's commanded every one of us to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works. That is leadership. The world desperately needs each of us to find, to, to find not the leader, but the godly leader within us. This world doesn't need us just to lead. It needs us to be a godly leader. The world doesn't have a leadership problem. The world needs godly leadership. The world's filled with leaders, but it needs godly leaders. And that's why I'm preaching this to you today. When I think about our ministry here at Fundamental Baptist Church, I realize that the only way we can continue to build, continue to grow, continue to make progress, and reach our potential for God, is that everyone, all of us in the church, learn to lead effectively and godly. We can't all be the pastor, but we can all lead and be a godly example. There are things only you can do and no one else can do. There are situations where only you can lead. And we must learn to be godly leaders. There's somebody that needs you to lead them. And no one else will do. Like your child, like your husband, like the people that work for you. You have to take up that responsibility and come through for God. I think of our ministry here, and I think of this program, this Fundamental Hour program. The only reason we have this program is because men in our church led and they got involved. Because I can't do this alone. I can't have a dream to have this program and do everything myself. Others have to also dream with me. Others have to also work with me. Others have to also lead next to me or we can't have this program. In our ministry, we have uh, 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 a man who takes care of all many things like immigration, dealing with immigration, dealing with our lawyer, dealing with the, uh, the KMA, dealing with anything that comes to public relations. The fact that that man leads in that area allows me to be able to have time to preach on this program. It is important that everybody gets involved. And the only way we can get the job done in this world is all of us realize that we are leaders. The Bible in, in Exodus chapter 18, Moses was leading uh, what some estimate to be as many as 2 million Jews out of Egypt toward the promised land. 
And Moses' father-in-law came to him and he said, Moses, you need help. You've taken too much upon you. You need more leaders. You need more people taking responsibility. And he said to Moses this in Exodus 18, 21. He said, Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. So he said, look, Moses, you need to set up a leadership team. You need to have a leader that's over a thousand, a leader who's over a hundred, a leader who's over fifty, and a leader who's over ten. Because you take too much upon you. He was saying, we need more right, godly leadership in order to get the job done. The Bible clearly teaches that there's a need for leadership, godly leadership. Now, Today's sermon, I want to give you four things, four types of leaders that we need. We need leaders, and I want to give you the four types of leaders that we need, the four things you need to be as a leader. Number one, we need godly leaders. The verse said, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness. Men, women, and children who are devoted to God. Leaders that separate between the holy and the profane. People who say, I'm not going to do that because I fear God. I'm not going to touch that because I love the truth. I'm not going to get caught up into that because I hate covetousness. That's the kind of leadership this world needs. It needs godly leaders. That's what your home needs. It needs a godly father, a godly mother, a godly husband, a godly mom. This world needs godly pastors, people who are dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't just need productive leaders. We don't just need leaders who are capable, who are good at something. We need people who are godly leaders, people who want to do right. We just had a conference on exploring music. And in that conference, we exposed the fact that there is Satan's music and there's God's music. And God's people need to listen to the right music, not profane, unholy music that uses the world's beats and the world's rhythms, but music that glorifies God. We need godly leaders. People who say, I'm not listening to that. That's ungodly. They're, oh, the words may talk about God, but the music is wrong. The beat is wrong. The sensuality of that music is wrong. The sexuality of that music is wrong. I'm not listening to that garbage. That's the world's music. People who say, I love this music because it promotes godliness and righteousness and goodness. It doesn't make me want to move my body in a sensual and sexual way like that other music do, does. It doesn't make me want to turn my head and sing like this. That's ungodly music. Music that makes you want to do this. That's not godly music. That's a sensual, sexual sound. And it may have God's words to it, but it ain't God's spirit. It ain't got God's spirit on it. 
Yeah, see, that's what's wrong with this world. We got too many leaders who talk about God, but they don't know God. They're not godly. Godly people don't sing like that. Godly people don't move their body like that. Amen. You're going to hear the truth when you tune in this program. There's God's music. There's Satan's music. And we need to put a difference between the holy and the unholy and be godly leaders. Some of you parents, you let your children watch the most ungodly things on your TV. People fornicating on a TV and you're letting them watch it. And you call yourself a leader. You may be a leader, but you're not a godly leader. Turn that TV off. Turn that garbage off that you're putting into your children's mind and head that you're watching yourself. Video games with nudity and cursing and all kinds of wicked violence in it. Turn that stuff off and be a godly leader. I have to hasten. The, another, the second type of leader we need is better leaders. We need godly leaders. Number two, we need better leaders. The Bible says Paul, talking to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13, he said, till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. He said in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, study to show thyself approved unto God. He said, listen, Timothy, as a leader of the church, you've got to be working to get better. You've got to be reading. I got four books beside my, my, my chair in my house that I'm trying to, to read and, and learn and get better at things. We have to be able men. The verse said that, that Moses was to choose men that feared God, that hated covetousness, men of truth, and then he was to choose able men. And we're, we need to be able. That means we need to get better at what we do. We need to be working at growing and learning all the time. The right kind of leader is learning. He's teachable. He reads. He understands that yesterday's knowledge, yesterday's understanding is not good enough for today. We have to get better. We need moms and dads that are improving. Husbands and wives that are growing. Pastors that are growing closer to God. We need better leaders. This is not a, a message for you to sit and think about somebody else and how their leadership is not what it ought to be. This is a message for you today, for you to say, I need to be a better leader. Not just condemn the leadership of others, but I need to be a better leader. We need godly leaders. We need better leaders. Number three, we need more productive leaders. The Bible says, Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Godly leaders take initiative. Godly leaders don't require authority. They don't require instructions. Godly leaders, productive leaders, better leaders don't require that somebody come to them and say, do this and do that and do this. No, productive leaders see the need and they meet it. They see what needs to be done, and they get it done. That's the kind of leaders we need in this world. That's the kind of leaders our church needs. That's the kind of leaders Ghana needs. People who say, you know what? I'm going to get that done. Hey, I see that needs to be done. I'm going to get that done. I don't need people to help me to be 
close to me and, and to take authority in my church who are not productive. They will hinder what we're doing. I'm looking for people who say, hey, I saw this and I saw that. We need to do this and we need to do that. And that, that's the kind of leaders we need. That's the kind of leader your home needs. It's the kind of leader, leader your job needs. Some of you go to work and all you ever accomplish at work is what you are told to do. That's not why I'm in this position today. That's not why I'm the senior pastor of Fundamental Baptist Church International. I'm the senior pastor of Fundamental Baptist Church International for one reason. is because I didn't go to a workplace and only do what my employer told me to do. But I saw what needed to be done, what needed to be done extra, and I did it. And my employer said, man, I want to put that guy in charge of something. And he gave me more authority, and he gave me more leadership, more influence. Are you listening to me? That's the kind of leadership we need, productive leadership, not people that have to be told every step to take, everything to do but pe people who are helping us get better in life, helping our home get better, helping our employer get better, helping our employees get better. Productive leaders see the need and they meet it. They're motivated. We need capable, godly leaders. Not people that have an excuse for everything. Well, this is why I couldn't do that. This is why I didn't do that. And that's why I didn't do that. No, we need people who say, I'm going to get the job done. People who don't have to be recruited, but they volunteer. If you never volunteer for anything, it's because you're not the right kind of leader and you need to change. The last kind of leader we need, I said number one, we need godly leaders. Number two, we need better leaders. Number three, we need productive leaders. And number four, we need surrendered leaders. The Bible says in Romans 12, 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. God is saying, present yourself a living sacrifice. Surrender. Pastor John Wilkerson, who pastors our, our sending church, he makes the statement. He said, everybody needs a day of salvation and everybody needs a day of surrender. Where they say, God, I'm going to do more than just receive the free gift of eternal life, but I'm surrendering my life to serve you. Every person needs a day of surrender. We don't, this world has got plenty of leadership. We need surrendered leadership. Leadership that is surrendered to the will of God. People who say, God, I will do whatever you call me to do. We should not be looking around wondering where the pastors are going to come from. We should have so many people that are willing to be a pastor that the church has to choose who's going to be a pastor and who's not. We should be able to say, well, we got 10 men who want a pastor. We got two places that need a church. We need to choose two out of these 10. Which ones are we going to choose? Instead, we have to go around searching and begging and looking to see if anybody's willing to serve God with their life. Everybody wants to be a doctor, a plumber, a teacher, this or that. Where, where are the people who want to serve God with their life? You say, God, I have... Pastor, do I have to be a pastor to serve God? No, but let me ask you something. You have a business. How much of your money from your business goes to the work of God? Do you tithe? Do you give offerings? What do you do to serve God? How are you surrendered to God? 
Or all of your time is your time. If you got time for God, if it works out, if it's easy, if it's convenient, you'll serve God. That's not what this world needs. This world needs surrendered leaders who say, you know what? I make time for God. I do what God's asked me to do, and that comes first. It doesn't come second. It doesn't come third. It is first. We don't need more leaders. We need more leaders to surrender. We need more leaders to be trained, appointed, and equipped. The world is desperate for godly leadership, men who want to get better, who are productive, people who are surrendered to God. I hope God speaks to your heart through this message today because the world needs you to surrender to Him because you have influence over somebody. There's somebody watching you. You are important. You are a leader. It's time you become God's leader and step up to the plate and surrender to God. We have a Bible college here. We take in men who are willing to be trained. We have a program called the Faithful Men. We provide a place for you to stay and provide chop money. Where are the men who want to serve God? How about you? What are you doing for God? Hey, your church needs people to work in your church. They need people to greet, people to usher, people to go soul winning, people who tithe and give offerings. What, are you surrendered to that? Or do you just sit in the pew and listen? It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. We need surrendered leaders. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. We'd like to hear from you. Let us know if we've been a help to you. And let us know especially if this, mission, if this sermon challenged you. We'd like to know that. Thank you. We'll see you next time. God bless.